Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. My name is John Flynn. I thank you so very much for listening to the podcast once again here. It, it is Thursday, February 29th, 2024. It's a leap day edition of Hooked on Sports. And look, we have things to get into today, and I, I'm going to go over some uh, some musings around the NFL uh, concerning the Atlanta Falcons quarterback situation, the Chicago Bears quarterback situation, uh, the, the Daniel Jones situation with the Giants. I'll get into what 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 the plan of attack is for the Kansas City Chiefs this this uh, this off season. Um, so I'll get I'll get into those things. I'll get into the Lakers and, and and their pulsating victory over the Clippers and vintage LeBron doing LeBron things at age 39 again. Why the Denver Nuggets still feel like the team to beat in the Western Conference and why I could very much see them, uh, see, see them um, creating themselves a little dynasty in the NBA. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into a couple of those things. I'll get into... Uh, some, some musings around spring training surrounding the Dodgers. Uh, I'll, I'll get into uh, to the absurdity and the insanity of the college football playoff. Uh, trying trying to go a whole nother level, but in uh, in, a, in a couple of years of why that makes absolutely no sense and why uh, and, and why and 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 how we can all see through their crazy agenda. Uh, I'll get I'll get into the court storming in college basketball and why and, and then why um uh, why why my three picks to win the uh, to win the whole thing have have not changed um and then I I do want to start with the Atlanta Falcons quarterback situation because I I think a lot of the of the buzz uh, is, is is surrounds the Chicago Bears and. And and the top three teams atop the draft with the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots, and and their their draft prospects. But the Atlanta Falcons have have an opportunity to uh to re re refocus themselves and to focus on uh, on on winning a very winnable NFC South next year. And Raheem Morris spoke to the press earlier this week um at the scouting combine and. And and he and he was very blunt when he said, "Look, if we, the Atlanta Falcons, had quarterback play last year, I may not be standing here." And and, and to that degree, you're right because if if you look at how limited the Falcons were offensively under Arthur Smith, look, the the, the Falcons were a, a, a limited offensive team the last couple of uh, few years and and the year and. Um, before the under Dan Quinn, hence why they hired Arthur Smith to be their head coach, and why I really liked the hire in the first place. But the Falcons never really had a, a succession plan quarterback after Matt, Matt Ryan left and, and and got traded to the Indianapolis Colts a couple of years ago. So I I think for uh, an, an Atlanta Falcons perspective, you, you you look at the quarterback play and. It hasn't really inspired, and I want to give you the numbers last year from Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, and 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 it's not exactly inspiring, especially from a, from a Desmond Ritter perspective. 189, uh, 13 starts, 189.1 yards per uh, per game, 
13 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, uh, and a QBR of a little over 40. Uh, and Taylor Heineke, 118 yards per, um, per, per game, 5 touchdowns, 4 interse interceptions, and 4 games started. So, you look at those numbers, and, and it, it doesn't exactly uh, doesn't exactly inspire. Now, uh, uh, the sign of the rest of the roster, I, I like the offensive line. I think the defense uh, is uh, is substantially better uh, with, with the moves they made last offseason. But uh, as we usually, as I see it, there are two teams, the two types of teams in the NFL: those that have a quarterback and those that don't. The, the week one started for the 2024 Atlanta Falcons is currently not on the roster right now. So I, I, I believe that, that the Falcons are, are, are going, going to uh, land their quarterback um, between now and the draft. Now, concerning the draft, they don't have, the, uh, they don't have as much leverage as, uh, as a team uh, uh, trying to trade up as a team like the Giants, who, who drafted six. The, you have the Bears at one. You have Washington at two. You got New England at three. It, it, it looks like uh, we'll see about the Bears and the Justin Fields situation. Looks like all three teams are going to be drafting quarterbacks. So, if the Atlanta Falcons are going to be, be be drafting the quarterback, they're they're probably uh, they're probably going to get JJ McCarthy at number eight. Now, JJ McCarthy, I I, I think could be a smart quarterback. I I think he could be. Good to the NFL, but uh, he, he was playing behind, um, uh, uh, playing behind uh, the the uh, college football's best offensive line last year. The uh, and and the way Michigan won, won games uh, so uh, so convincingly uh, had a lot to do with with the team around him, and and JJ McCarthy was just there not to make the mistakes. So I so I I don't know if getting a star quarterback in in the draft is a likelihood for the Falcons. They are the they, there's also the rumblings about the Falcons acquiring Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. Now, I I think I, I think the the Justin Fields situation what what fascinates uh fascinates the hell out of me and what what exactly the Bears are going to do. But I I I like Justin Fields. You can't you can't deny his talent. Uh, he can scramble as well as anybody. He uh, he uh, he he's as fast as any quarterback in the league. Hence why he's he's running the, running the football. But I I think the I think the the point uh, that's to be made is that for, if you want to be a franchise quarterback, you you you've you've got to play uh play well in the fourth quarter and where, where think where things get um uh, where where, th where things um uh. uh uh, get get more pressurized. Thing, uh, things get more heightened, and Justin Fields has not been great at it. That he's not been winning games for the Bears, and 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 I and I think he's he's gonna be uh, gonna be out of town. But I think for a team like the Falcons, a team that I feel is in prime position to win the NFC South ne next year, um, with, with the right quarterback, you know. The Panthers are the Panthers. There's, there's still a mess. They need time to develop, and they don't have the first-round pick because they traded to the Bears to, to select Bryce Young. Now, we'll see what Dave Canales can do with Bryce Young. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, are, might be without, uh, might have a quarterback situation themselves if Baker Mayfield leaves. And then you have the New Orleans Saints, who are, who are in salary cap hell, and Dennis Allen has no idea what the hell he's doing in-game. 
So everything is there for the Falcons to not only win the NFC South, but 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 to win 10, 11, 12 games in 2024. So I don't know. Uh, Justin Fields is not the polished quarterback that that he needs to be to be uh, be successful in this league and win playoff games and go to Super Bowls. So, so what I say is go sign Kirk Cousins and go sign Baker Mayfield. Those, that's what I think the Atlanta Falcons should do. And look, but Baker Mayfield playing in behind that offensive line and having Bijan Robinson and having Kyle uh, uh, Kyle Pitts to throw to maybe the Falcons that might be draft uh, with them draft a, a stud wide receiver. Um, uh, it, um, in the draft, if that's the case, you 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 have you have an offense that that could suddenly be humming, and, it, and you can't forget about Drake London, who was a stud at USC before he got picked by Atlanta. So everything is there for the Atlanta Falcons to to uh, to, uh, to make some noise in the NFC next year, and it, it doesn't have to be, um, uh, by 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 um. Uh, by, by, by getting getting a stud now, the Kirk Cousins situation might might be a little bit uh, might be a little less uh, less likely because because uh, when Kirk Cousins uh, sp- uh, spoke volumes about Bill Belichick and wanted to play for Belichick, the so you 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 think that if if Bill Belichick was hired to be the the coach of the Atlanta Falcons, then Kirk Cousins would go sign a two year contract to play. For Bill Belichick and and you and you have a Falcons team that that will be uh, uh, be in the mix to um, go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Uh, that that's the ceiling that I would have for the Falcons. That seems less likely, but 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 Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think the I think the renaissance of his career really started during his short stint with, with the LA Rams in 2022. Remember that remember that insane comeback he uh, he had against the Raiders. Uh, on, on Amazon Prime on Thursday Night Football, well, Raheem Morris was the defensive coordinator, and and um, and, and Zach Robinson was the pass game coordinator at the time, and there were both of those now in Atlanta. Uh, Raheem Morris is uh, coach. Uh, uh, Zach Robinson is the offensive coordinator, coordinator there. So Bacon Mayfield makes a ton of sense for the Atlanta Falcons. So. I I I think the Falcons should should stop messing around and go sign a Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's proven so many people wrong, and he was objectively one of the ten best quarterbacks in the NFL last year. So, and he deserves a hundred million dollar plus contract. And I think the Falcons are a team that that makes a lot of sense to receive his services. Speaking of the Bears, what the hell the Chicago Bears are going to do? I I think that I think that's the million dollar question surrounding this offseason because the Chicago Bears have this golden opportunity to, to draft a highly titled quarterback prospect in Caleb Williams which I still believe is the case because I think because um because I think they're going to be trading Justin Fields within the next week or so before free agency starts because that's when the because uh, at that point the Bears are going to lose some of their leverage with with the quarterback signing uh, elsewhere so, so, so Justin Fields um uh it, it is a fascinating a, a, ty- a type of uh, of of, game, of player here and in terms in terms of the possibilities and how this offseason is going to go and uh, and 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 I think uh, you, you you look you look at the Bears and 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 what what they've had, I think the the defense I think played very well under under Matt Eberflus, which, which and I think everything I've said with the Bears and and we and we we stress this a lot 
when when we when we just when we were all over the Chicago Bears and and their uh and their GM and head coach search after they fired Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. You 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 now have a general manager. You now have a head coach that are entering their third year together in Chicago. They did not make the playoffs each of the last two years, and 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 they're they're in the in the situation where. Uh, they 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 draft they they, they, uh, they uh, the cor- the the Bears franchise quarterback was not one that they drafted. That was the previous regime, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, and uh, and and sure enough, the Chicago Bears ruined uh, Justin Fields because Justin Fields uh, d- d- didn't get as much playing time as he needed to in in his in his first year, and then the, then the Bears had to fire Nagy and Pace because they had no idea what the hell they were doing. Now, now, now you bring it on with with, with the Bears and 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 I I like Eberflus in isolation, but Eberflus is going to get fired if and when the Chicago Bears don't make the playoffs next year. And and then then if you have Caleb Williams, then then you, you, Caleb Williams is going to have his second offensive coach, uh, second head coach in as many years, and that's not usually the recipe for success to, uh, to, uh, to winning in the NFL. If you look at what the Bears did by trading up at Mitchell Trubisky, they, they, they fired the head coach after, uh, uh, after 2017, John Fox, they bring in Matt Nagy, and, and, and Mitch Trubisky only has one, uh, one, uh, season worth of quality, uh, when, when the Bears, uh, were so dominant, in 20, 2018, and then they missed the uh, then they make the playoffs, uh, missed the playoffs two of the next three years, and one they never should have been in the first place, but um, they only made it because the playoffs expanded from twelve to fourteen teams that year because uh, um, um, uh, with, with COVID and everything and the new CBA. So I think I, I think the pressure. Is on the Chicago Bears to, uh, to to make sure that um, Caleb Williams is in a situation where he where he can thrive and he can have some stability. As so, so I think this is this, so I think there's going to be some some pressure on the Bears to win and pressure uh, to win on Caleb Williams so so he can, so he can get the um, stability that he, that he needs. So I I I. I have this gut feeling that 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 Kay Williams is going to have two head coaches in the next two years with the Chicago Bears, but l- 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 listen, that that that's just me uh, for uh, when when you're looking at at the Chicago Bears. Now, what what next? Now another team, the Giants, and Daniel Jones is one of the worst contracts in the National Football League uh, right now, and and Dan- and Daniel Jones. So who earned his four? Who got a four-year, one hundred sixty million dollar contract after the season he had under Brian Dable in twenty twenty two? Signs a four-year deal with ridiculous salary cap hits, starting in twenty twenty four and beyond, uh, for uh, for the Giants and uh, and and you and and I'm just gonna give you. Um, the, the the numbers on on his cap hit and his and his dead cap hits when when the uh if the Giants if and when the Giants do cut him so in 2024 um his cap hit is 47.1 billion dollars his dead cap hit is 69.3 million so if the Giants cut him in 2024 uh, uh they they lose 22.2 million dollars in um on on the salary which 
which by the way is uh, they're going to be the 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 Giants have thirty million dollars in cap space because the NFL cap uh, is two hundred fifty five point four billion dollars. Thank you, Swifties. By the way, um, so that's so so the cap hit of forty seven point one million is twenty twenty four. In twenty twenty five, his cap hit goes down to forty one point six million. With a dead cap of twenty-two point two million, with cap savings of nineteen point three billion dollars, and then in twenty twenty-six, his cap hit is fifty-eight point six million dollars. The dead cap is eleven point eleven point one of of dead cap, so then they'd be saving forty-seven and a half million dollars in in um in cap space if he's if he's gone by twenty twenty-six, and and I think Joe Shane. Uh, um, uh, needed um, uh, didn't know what the, what the decision was to make between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, uh, and all that, and and so the the contract was structured in this way that if twenty if twenty twenty three and what I believe to be twenty twenty four won't go so well for for Daniel Jones, uh, that th- th- then they can just cut him after twenty twenty four, and then they can they can save a lot in in cap space in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Which leads me to what I want the Giants to do, and I'm and why I'm not sure that's an avenue of possibility for for the Giants. Because look, I I I was over the moon with Joe Shane, and I still believe Joe Shane is an excellent general manager, and I still believe, and I know, and I know he did not have a good year last year. When when you think of the way. The Giants lost in Buffalo. They lost against the Jets. Uh, that they, they 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 theoretically could have won um, eight games uh, with 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 some um, with, with some better decision making from Dable. Uh, uh, that uh, and 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 make things interesting in terms of making the push for the playoffs because they have the tiebreaker over Green Bay. But I I I believe that, that I still think Dable is a heck of a coach, and I and I think if if you give Brian Dable. Uh, a, a star, a, a a quarterback who can he can turn into a star, like like a Jaden Daniels or a Drake May. I think the Giants should absolutely consider, uh, trying uh, trying try to trade up and and get a, and get a star quarterback because, uh, it's because I because I think that in isolation that's what I think they need because uh, because scouts are not overly impressed. With the 2025 draft uh, quarterback draft class, there, there's not uh, there's not really a star quarterback coming out of college next year. Um, so, so for quarterback needy teams, uh, they're they're about to go after a star quarterback is this year because there are th- three stud quarterbacks um, in this draft class and and a couple who I think can be starters in the NFL. I think you're looking at JJ McCarthy, you're looking at Bo Nix. I I know a team is going to is is going to find is going to try is, is going to swing um take a swing in the second in the second round or maybe late first round for Michael Penix Jr., but I don't think I don't have Michael Penix Jr. ranked as highly as others uh, that 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 I've seen. But but I think the thing, what, what, I, but there are a, a couple of reasons why I don't think that avenue is possible for for the Giants. Number number one is that I don't think the Patriots are going to be traded down for number three. I think the Patriots are set uh, with moving on from Mac Jones and and picking the franchise quarterback at three. 
I, 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 I certainly don't think Washington would, would trade within their own division and allow the Giants to, uh, to take a franchise quarterback while, while leaving Washington in the mud. I think Adam, uh, leaving Washington without one, I, I think Adam Peters is too smart to not let that happen. And that, then most certainly uh, the, uh, the Chicago Bears well, with, with that now. The, the the Bears could wind up trading them one pick after all, but I don't think I don't think it's as likely they do that uh, now as they did as 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 it might have seen a couple of months a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago, but, but but I don't think those avenues are possible for the Giants. But but I I also think that that that, that John Mara looms really uh looms large here too. To, to the Giants' plans because so because uh, jo- John Mara is someone who, who wants to win more than anybody and uh, and and I and th- there is a real possibility that if the Giants don't don't uh, don't show the results next year uh, that I I think that I think he's going to be firing Joe Shane and Brian Dable which which I don't think is going to happen so uh, if if I th- if if I'm to believe that Joe Shane and Brian Dable get get um have a long leash I I I think the risk factor um uh the, the ability to take a risk I I, I think uh, would w- would be a little bit more favorable to them in ter- in terms of job security so I, I, and look, there, there are still other things that the Giants need to fix. There, uh, because look, the, the Giants, objectively speaking, if you watch the games, they were one of the three or four worst teams in football last year. That the, the offensive line stunk. That the defense what wasn't great. They couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. So um, obviously the injuries to Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, uh, Barkley hurt. So it's, and 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 all and all those all those things ma- mattered here to why the Giants wound wound up with six wins. Now, I I, I felt uh, I I felt like seven or eight was the ballpark for the Giants, but uh, when, when you look at their ske- when you look at their schedule last year and, and who they had to go up against, so, uh, so I think so I think that really mattered there for 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 the Giants. So. I I I I think the the Giants are are, are gonna have to uh, to factor in that that they're gonna need to make a, a splash to uh, signing a guard in free agency, uh, adding an edge rusher in free agency or the draft in the second or third round. That 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 they're they're gonna need to potentially find a replacement for Xavier McKinney. That, and they're, and they're gonna uh, and they're gonna have to um uh, maybe draft a wide receiver um in day uh in day two or day three in the draft. So uh, it, there's a lot of work to do for the New York Football Giants, uh, and we are going to see exactly what what the result is going to be of 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 what what I hope not is the the last year of Joe Shane and Brian Dable um as employees of the New York Football Giants. So. That, that that that's a big uh that's something that that, that looms here and also what what Shane Bowen the defense the new defensive coordinator wants and what and how they want to turn the page from Wink Martindale on all of that. So the the Kansas City Chiefs are are, are the next team I want to talk I talk about on, on the list because and, and I think I think for one um uh, one is is news that came to light about Nicole Hardman who. Who uh, trivia now trivia scored the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl? But Nicole Harbin wasn't exactly uh, 
that wasn't exactly the brightest receiver. And it, it was reported that uh, recently that Sam that Nicole Hardman um, uh, was was able to uh, um, was was able to leak their game plan to the opposition and uh, to uh, when it came to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles and. And, and and I and I think that and that's called tampering and 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 how the Jets let that happen, um, it, it is beyond me, um, but, uh, but but ironically enough, uh, uh, two of the Jets' best games this year were against Kansas City and Philadelphia, as um, but but it also shows to show you, um, of what what a clown and buffoon Michael Hardman has become, and I think. And Nicole Hardman, who scored the winning touchdown, I don't think will be employed by the Chiefs or anybody next year. And and I definitely think there's there's going to be some discipline as well when when it comes when it comes to the draft and uh, whether it's uh, whether it's draft picks lost for for Kansas City or Philadelphia for um for for, for get for uh get, getting those game plans and and not and um and not refusing them. So, uh, so, so I definitely think there, there, there is a uh, cause for concern here with, with all of that. But, but speaking of the Chiefs, the the Chiefs made another move at the wide receiver position this, uh, this, um, this week because, uh, they, 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 because they they wound up cutting Marquez Valdez Scandling, and and it and it saved saved them um twelve um saved them twelve million dollars in cap space, um in the process. So. When 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 we when we look at the over the cap numbers for, uh, for for your Kansas City Chiefs, I I I believe the Chiefs were were at around thirty million dollars um um at this time um at this time last week, and 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 now and and now really really they have um um a. a, a I thought they had over forty million uh, million cap space, but it, it want, it's going to wind up being around nine million dollars in cap space. So, so, so what I think that uh, the chief the Chiefs going to have to do is, is that they're probably going to have to restructure uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract a little bit so they can get back Chris Jones and they can and they can sign a stud wide receiver because look. I I think I think that the two big areas of weakness last year on the Chiefs. Remember, the, the Chiefs lost six games last year, about before, uh, before making their run to to a Super Bowl and, and win another Super Bowl. So, uh, but what what bad wide receiver play and the uh, and the poor run defense what were the two biggest reasons the the Chiefs lost games uh, last year. So so what I think is going to happen. Um, is that 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 I think the Chiefs are going to have to um uh, restructure um the, the the contract of Patrick Mahomes because and I and I actually think this is interesting um oh interesting while we're at it because if you look at the Patrick Mahomes is cap hits the next four years are around sixty million dollars um each of the next four years. In twenty twenty four it, it's it's fifty eight point six million dollars. So uh, but then after twenty twenty seven his cap hits go are are all under fifty million dollars and in twenty twenty eight his uh, his cap hit is only twenty <laughs> is only twenty seven million dollars. So I definitely think the Chiefs are gonna restructure Patrick Mahomes' contract a little bit. Um, uh, 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 so they can add and go for the unprecedented Super Bowl three peat. 
I, and I definitely think uh, Brett Veach is, uh, should, uh, should be able to do that. Now, uh, they, they, they also franchise tagged um, their star corner, Elgeria Steen. I think I felt like that was a no-brainer for the Chiefs. And, and now the question is, will will they be able to sign Chris Jones? And and if if Chris Jones does not sign with, uh, with the Chiefs, I think teams like the Chicago Bears and teams like the Las Vegas Raiders make a lot of sense. So it's because um, if you look at the Raiders and and, and that they have this this uh, this have this so-called master plan to be able to defeat Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, citing Chris Jones would help, as because he he can get after the quarterback, he can stop the run. So, but I'd st- but and look, I, right now I do not view the Kansas City Chiefs as a Super Bowl favorite right now. Perhaps that'll change with with the with with the additions that they make. But if they can somehow get Michael Pittman Jr. in free agency, who who if if I if I gave an honest outlook of Pittman, he he, he to me is one of the fifteen to twenty best wide receivers in the NFL, and I, and I don't think people are talking about him much because because uh, because his entire career has been. Uh, has featured a revolving door of the at the quarterback position with the Indianapolis Colts, you know, with the uh, with Phil Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan and Anthony Richardson and then Gardner Minshew for, for most of most of this past year because of Anthony Richardson's injury. I I think all I think all, all that could certainly be a possibility here when when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs and their championship aspirations for. Well, for this upcoming season, so scouting combine begin begins today. I I saw that Michigan is sending eighteen players to to the scouting combine, which 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 I believe is more than anyone else uh, in the history of college football. Which which shows to show you how how incredible a team they were last year, and 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 how they and and that. Uh, that Jim Harbaugh's recruiting uh, skills were superior to uh, to so many other team, uh, other players uh, and coaches in college football. But besides Kirby Smart down in Georgia, but uh, it, it, it's not another piece of the legacy of this 2023 Michigan Wolverines team, and, uh, and well deserved. And they have a lot of excellent players that that'll be coming out of college, uh, coming out. For uh, for Michigan in the NFL draft in 2024, and uh, perhaps to consider a record of players drafted the same year in the draft, but th- that that that's beyond me. I I do want to turn my attention now to uh, to, uh, to some other things uh, in in the in the in the world of uh, of um sports. Did did you see the Lakers last night? And and have you seen how the Lakers have been trending for the better part of six weeks now? I, I think if you are a Lakers fan, I think you've got you have to be quite inspired with the way the Lakers have been playing. And I, and I think I think my favorite Lakers moment of the last uh, of the last six weeks happened last night in a showdown between the Lakers and the Clippers in the last game at, at, at Crypto.com Arena uh, with with the two teams sharing their uh, sharing uh, a home court, a home arena before the Clippers moved to their new stadium, a new arena. Uh, down in Inglewood, and um, uh, at the start of next season, but, uh, but, but Le- LeBron last night, thirty-four points, six rebounds, eight assists, shot sixty-two percent from the field, seven or twelve from three-point range, and in the fourth quarter, eleven of the thirteen baskets 
were e were either scored by or assisted by LeBron James, and uh, uh, that that was a vintage LeBron James performance for the Los Angeles Lakers last night, and and, and he was he was simply incredible at, at what he was what he was able to do. So the Lakers have won eight of eleven, thirteen of the last twenty. And and they beat a team uh, which which is an excellent Clip, uh, Clippers team. Although that didn't have Paul George last night, it was it's still it, objectively one of the six or seven best teams in the association. And and the Clippers are, are in a dog fight with Milwaukee, uh, with uh, Minnesota, with Denver and Oklahoma City uh, to, to nab uh, to nab that one seed in, in the um in the Western Conference and have. Home court advantage and a potential Western Conference Finals uh, be sure to go through them. Uh, but uh, and, and I think uh, you, you have to be uh, you have to be inspired with, with that. And the Lakers, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a run because you still have LeBron James, you still have Anthony Davis, who has been healthy for the for, for the better part of this year. But so I think all, all those things are possible for. For the Lakers, and they 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 can make some trouble out in the West. Golden State, I don't I don't feel great about, it, especially if they go up against Denver. They don't match up well with Denver. And speaking of Denver, I still feel like they're uh, they're the team that's going to come out of the West, and I still think they're they're gonna uh they're gonna find their way to the NBA Finals again this year this year because because you still have, you have Nikola Jokic who, who's simply incredible. So you you have excellent excellent outside shooters. You have you have great defense inside, and you have a, you have a couple of, of players who can step up um uh, step up on the bench. And I, and I think the I think the Nuggets relatively unchanged from last year. I they I I think they can muscle their I think they can muscle their way to a championship again in 2024. As, as speaking of things, I find at the Eastern Conference. Um, I, I still feel like it's, uh, it's the Celtics, uh, to lose now. Um, I, the last time I spoke, I, I, I spent time, I spent some time with, the, uh, about the Milwaukee Bucks and, and Damian Lillard's contributions. Well, Damian Lillard played very well the, la the last couple of games, so I, so I think there's signs of encouragement there for, for, for Milwaukee because Milwaukee uh, need, needs to get Dame going here and 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 play uh, play a, at a confident high level going into the postseason. So I I think the I think the Bucks are uh, a, a team to consider, but 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 not not as much as Cleveland. I think Cleveland is is an excellent uh, excellent roster with with star players around. So, but, but I still, I, I, in terms of the Knicks, I, I know there are people that, uh, that that say the Knicks are can't can compete with anybody, but we, we need to see what the health is of Ochi and Julius Randle and all that. But, but until then, they're a limited team offensively, and I don't know um, if they can get past the second round this year um, in, 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 the, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So we, we, have, we, have, we have those those things to monitor around the NBA. Uh, college football. Uh, there, there is some momentum with uh, with the college football playoff going from from twelve teams to fourteen teams. Uh, as started in twenty twenty six, and and I, and I just think it, it it's just so shady. It's so greedy. Uh, really, because uh, it's because look, the, the I I thought the fourteen playoff was a, a, was a success, and and and, and 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 there was, and I think every year. Uh, um, I I felt I felt comfortable with saying the committee got it right, and and I, and I know that there's going to be the Florida State fans that are going to be foaming at the mouth, the ACC fan that's going to be foaming at the mouth, but 
Bob, but, uh, but did, did you see the way Bama played, uh, how, how tough Bama played Michigan in the Rules Bowl last year? A team that, that that's sending 18 players to the NFL scouting combine? I, 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 I think that, that that makes a whole lot of sense here for uh, um, uh, for, for that, but... 12, 12 teams, uh, I, I, 12 teams, I think is going to be fascinating, but I, I certainly don't think that they should be expanding to, uh, to more than that because you don't want that dramatic jump and that, that realize they, they want more. I, 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 I feel like 12 teams is going to be enough for the college football playoff coming up in, in 2024, um, and beyond 2024 and 2025, um, I said college basketball, a couple of things that that um Duke Duke star Kyle Filipowski uh got got hurt after fans at Wake Forest stormed the court after Wake Forest upset Duke um by uh on um on Saturday but but that but that but that result was marred by um by by the Kyle Filipowski injury situation and I think it sucks if you're a fan of of, of Duke basketball. And 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 all those things, uh, all those things uh, factoring in here. Now, I I do I do think. Um, speaking of the ACC, I think North Carolina uh, in the Big East, UConn, and I think in the Big Twelve, Houston. Right now, I still view them as the three teams to beat. Um, in in the NCAA tournament. Now, I I, I UConn and UNC don't don't have great. Uh, uh, have great de- defensive numbers, and I and and I could I could be I could see otherwise, with that. So I I so right now I have Houston Houston number one, I have UConn number two, and then I have North Carolina number three as my national title contenders. I I think the way Houston plays team defense is such a thing of beauty and such a a, a refreshing sight to behold for uh, for for the uh, for um, the college basketball fan. So, so so I I so I think we'll we'll see uh, what what happens there. Now, I do I do want to round that with some spring training musings, and I think I think this surrounds the Dodgers. Now, um, Shohei Otani made made his uh made his Dodgers spring training debut on Tuesday, and 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 he had a home run in in his uh in his first uh, spring training game for the Dodgers on Tuesday. And I think it's it's gonna be a, a could potentially be a harbinger of, of things to come for the Dodgers. Also, Yoshinobu Yamamoto made his made made his Dodgers spring training debut on Wednesday, and he and he pitched two scoreless innings, um, in, in his in in his first um spring uh spring outing with the Dodgers on Wednesday. Now, I think the question for him is 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 can he pitch every five days compared to what he what he, what he was able to face every seven days. Uh, in in Japan, um, uh, on 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 that 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 rest load. So that's gonna be a big question for concern. The the National League is gonna be it, the Braves. It, right now, I have Braves Dodgers in the National League. Then then draw a thick line uh, to to Philadelphia. Then you can draw a much thinner line uh, for for the rest of the pack of the National League. And speaking of the National League, how about the Chicago Cubs bringing back Cody Bellinger? Three years, eighty million dollar deal. I think that that was a great job by by um by 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 the, by the Cubs to lure him back in. I I think the Cubs and the Cardinals. Are, I I think both of them can uh, can can find a way to get to ninety wins and make the playoffs of the National League. One of them winning the division, the other being a wild card. So 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 I think the Cardinals Cubs rivalry. I think is gonna be uh is gonna be a thing. 
in 2024. I think those two teams are better than, than the rest um, in, in their own division. So, incredible stuff as always uh, around the world of sports. We'll, we'll, and we're, we're going to keep getting, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get closer to uh, d discuss a lot of other things in the world of sports on, on our next um, podcast coming up next week. Um, and next week will be uh, the last one before the start of the free agency period in, in, um, uh, in, in before the league year starts in the, NH in the NFL. Uh, we'll, we'll get into so, so many different things around that and the, and the rest of sports um, next week. So until then, this is John Flynn saying so long. I'll be back here on the podcast next week. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and 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 be and stay safe.